Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. I'm Ann Ortley. I'm an astrologer here in New York. It is a bright and beautiful, beautiful Sunday, and I'm here at the bright red desk back home from uh, my vacation last week, which I understand had bad audio. <laughs> I was broadcasting from the dining room, and uh, it's an echoey house. What can I say? So apologize for the bad audio last week. This week we have the phone against my ear and my mouth, so it should be better audio. And we also have uh, an interesting week ahead of us. Um, not an easy week. Not an easy week. Um, for a couple of reasons. Mars, you know, last week we had the new moon on Thursday. Hopefully you did your new moon ritual. If you didn't, today, tomorrow, Monday, uh, today, Monday, Tuesday, good days to do the new moon ritual up until uh, about 11 o'clock on, um, uh, up until, where is it? Uh, up until 1.31 p.m. on Wednesday. So do a ritual, do a ritual. This was a very juicy moon uh, at the sun and moon trying the COVID clump, particularly Saturn. It happened Thursday morning at 7. And then, um, of course, I said avoid Friday, Saturday, and that's when Dr. When Ruth uh, Bader Ginsburg passed. That, those were going to be the hard days last week, and they were, um, and obviously a lot of emotion. But it was also moon and Libra opposite Mars, squared by Saturn, so there was a lot of uh, um, the loss of the justice that was pioneering, and of course she was a, she was a Pisces with a Scorpio moon, so um, brilliant woman, you know, just very, the reason we have credit cards, <laughs> the reason women can own property, all because of her. She fought all these cases, and she did it by saying, men, taking men's cases and saying they should get stuff. So the first case, you know, in the defense of sex uh, was um, a movie that they pioneered her first case on, which was a man who was not allowed a tax deduction. Her husband gave her the case, actually. Uh, The IRS said, no, you're not a caretaker. You're not allowed to take care of your mother, and you can't deduct your costs. And she defended that men could care and, you know, got it. And she argued five cases for gender discrimination against the Supreme Court and won, won them. She lost one out of six. She argued six, lost one. But, yeah, and the Lily Ledbetter Law, you know, part of her legacy. Um, you know, brilliant woman, really fighting for us. And so I encourage everybody to um, wish her good passage and to be inspired by her actions that one person can make a huge difference. And all of us are incarnated in this world right now uh, under this COVID energy and under this um, – major transformation in the society of our world. Our society, our government, our country, our understanding of who we are, and it's really a time for us to be visionary and to look and say, hey, you know, this is what I can stand for and change. This is my moral position. This is what I believe is right. And I encourage you all to act from a high moral ground, similar to the way she did, and to encourage your friends to act from a high... Is like, is that behavior you would condone is that something you think is right and one of the things that i was talking to someone uh last week about was the um the magic tortoise when he he's a jungian analyst and he was the president he was the president of the board of the young foundation when i was on it and he um his name is david rotman and when president trump won he asked he cast the I Ching to say what it was, and he got something he'd never seen before, which was you've lost your magic tortoise. And, of course, the magic tortoise breathes air. One of the things we all share is air. 
right? The, and so what's the theme of this year? We have no air. Whether it's uh, George Floyd being knelt on or the COVID affecting the air or now the fires in California making the air toxic and unable to be breathed, breath, breathed, 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 you know the word. Um, so the idea that we're working with here is recovering our vision, recovering our breath, recovering our understanding of what unites us. We all share the same air and really working with that energy of air. And there's a really lovely breath exercise that I do um, where you hold in and you, as you completely release the air, you relax into the emptiness. And as you breathe in, you hold the air and relax into the fullness. It's kind of an interesting exercise. Like you consciously go, okay, I've completely exhaled, now relax into it. And it's kind of magical. It really takes you to really interesting spaces. So I want you to focus on your breath this week because we're going to have a hard week for breath. We're going to have a few things that are going to take our breath away, literally. And we're also going to be really working with a lot of changing energy this week. So last week as Mercury um, uh, as Mercury moved in, with, in Libra to come and oppose Jupiter, come and square Jupiter rather, we lost Justice Ginsburg um, on that energy and uh, when the moon was in Libra too. Um, now, this week, we're going to have Mercury come to square uh, Pluto and come to square Saturn. And so those are also going to give us opportunities uh, to take our breath away and to work with it in a new way. We're also going to have the sun going into, Uran- into Libra starting the fall season officially. It's an air sign. Get, grab your breath. And we're also going to have Mars. He's moving retrograde. He is going to come to square Saturn. That's not an easy aspect. And then we are also having Saturn station in the sky. And so um, Saturn stops on the 29th, so the five days before. From the 25th on, we're going to feel that station and then five days after. And then the exact square of Saturn is on the 29th. So uh, we're going to really feel that as we're going into it. I know that's next Tuesday, but that means we're going to really feel the energy Friday, Saturday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, as Mars goes back into that, right? And we're also going to have Neptune in a hard aspect to Vesta on the 25th, which is going to be talking about taking our breath away. So there's a lot of setup for the 25th of... um, this month and also for the 29th when Saturn stations. So a lot of energy around this buildup. And of course, as Mars is coming into something, we feel the tension build, right? So even though he's exact on the 29th, we're going to really feel it as he's moving backwards into this square place. And then Mercury, of course, squares Pluto uh, tomorrow, the 21st, and then he squares Saturn on the 23rd. So a lot of news, a lot of information, a lot of arguments, you know, because Mercury is in a closing square to the outer planets, the COVID clump. And what he's doing is he's asking us to be psychologically conscious. Opening squares, which is where Mars is, are crisis, action, do it, fix it, go, go, go. Closing squares are hmm, that's what this was all about. Okay, now I get it, right? So I'm on vacation last week. 
paying attention. Not a lot, you know, not like my normal paying attention, but, you know, Trump publishes a list of who he's going to appoint to the Supreme Court, and he challenges Biden to do it, like Wednesday or something. And I'm like, well, that's really interesting. Why is he publishing that list? And I thought, oh, when the news about uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg broke, I thought, oh, he had a little bit of advance warning on this. Um, And then McConnell's like right out going, yeah, we're going to appoint somebody. And, of course, they didn't with Obama. Um, when when Alio, um, not what's his name, John, the, the old the old guy that was very conservative, when he died, Scalia, Scalia, when Scalia died, and he and Ruth Bader Ginsburg are great friends, right? She's very conserv, he's very conservative, she's very you know liberal and proactive, but they shared a love of APRA and you know forward motion. So when he passed, which was like March, he's you know McConnell said we're not going to let we're not going to appoint any judges. You know, we got to wait for the people to pick. And now, 40 days out from an election, we're going to appoint the judges. So I'm like, this, you know, the hypocrisy is one of the things that we really want to pay around, pay attention to. So your job this week with these energies is looking at the hypocrisy, not only in the world, because we're going to really be seeing it in very big relief, but also in your own life or in the life of the people that you know. And it's important for you to make moral choices here. You remember, Saturn, Pluto, and Jupiter are in the sign of what is right and what is wrong, and why it's right and why it's wrong, and understanding that moral choice. We all have Saturn somewhere in our charts, and Saturn asks, says to us, you are going to be accountable for the things you do. So whether it's Lindsey Graham's words getting thrown back on him and him saying, hold me accountable, and then, of course, there's an ad out saying, hold him accountable, Um, It's understanding that this can be when your words come back to haunt you this week, when you said, gee, this is what's going on, and you have to be held accountable for those words, whatever they are, for those actions. And as Mars and Mercury are dancing in this opposition, because Mercury is going to come to oppose Mars on the 24th, as Mars moves into this square with Saturn, as Saturn stops, we're all going to be asked to be aware of what we did, what we said, why we did it, why we said it, and we're going to be held accountable for our behaviors and our actions. And I encourage you, if someone is showing you who they are, for you to believe them. You don't need to have five more examples. You've already noticed this. If you're looking at yourself, hold yourself accountable for your actions and your behaviors, you know, And it's really an important time to do that, and even small stuff. You know, I had said at the beginning of my vacation, yeah, you know, I'm going to exercise more. I think I'm going to try and walk like half an hour a day. And towards the end of the week, my little baby girl, Christina, she's one of my students, she looks at me and she goes, you know, you haven't been walking. I said, well, I wasn't really going to start till the new moon. (laughs) And, uh, you know, and part of it was, gee, I need to exercise a little more. You know, I need to take better care of my body, right? But hold myself accountable for that commitment. Hold myself accountable for the words I said. And this is a really important time with Mercury and Libra answering to Venus and Leo on the world point. Right now, she's very clear that whatever it is that you said you were going to do, you need to do. And Venus, of course, is moving into a finger of God position with the Saturn, Pluto, Jupiter planets. She's forming an inconjunct to them. And she's saying, remember, remember. Now, in New York, we had a woman who was up for mayor, and they kicked her out because she broke her word. 
And she was like, how come people remember? They remembered this. Like four years later, they were yelling at me about it. And it's like, yeah, they remembered because you said you were doing something and you didn't do it. And you did an exact violation of what we asked for. George Bush, read my lips, no new taxes. There is an accountability. And one of the things that I've been always amazed at with this current administration is how the lies get unchallenged. And, you know, it's like, lie to me, lie to me, lie to me again. And so why we put up with it, I'm very confused by. But at the same time, if that was happening in your personal life, you would not put up with it. So why are you putting it up with it with the guy in charge of things, supposedly? And, you know, with Mercury and Libra, we're going to hear more and more about words spoken and not and, and being asked to be held accountable and asked to be held uh, responsible for your choices, responsible for your words. And you know what? People know when they're lying. They do. And so if you catch somebody lying this week or you catch yourself lying this week, because you might lie too, be accountable. Be accountable for the lie. Be accountable for the statement. Say, yeah, didn't do it yet. We'll work on it. Or you're right, need to need to be accountable because this is a really active T-square and it is some kick-ass energy this week. Not fun kick-ass energy where we're going to be asked to be clear what we what we said we were going to do and did we do it and if we didn't what are we going to do to fix it that's the energy and it's potent and it's strong and it's not really interested in why it's interested in when are you going to get it done so think of the list in your life i mean i know i have one in mind of the stuff you said you were going to do and you didn't do or the stuff that's owed and needs to be delivered or the places where you didn't walk your talk no more talking and not walking. Mercury's opposite Mars, and they're both square the planets of accountability. So important energy. Okay, so on to the moon. Uh, this week, moon is in today. Moon's in Scorpio. It's in Scorpio through 2.13 tomorrow, the 21st. Great day to do your new moon ritual if you did not do it uh, yet. Um, happy Rosh Hashanah and uh, high holy days to our Jewish friends um, and forward into the energy. There's a void moon for between 2.13 p.m. and 3.32 p.m. on Monday, just that little hour and 15 minutes. The, the moon in Scorpio has great closing aspects of a lovely, um, a lovely sextile to the sun. And then the moon goes into Sag, which also has great closing aspects. That's Monday, that's Tuesday, that's Wednesday through 131, and the closing aspect for the moon in Sag is a trine to Mars. So that's terrific. The moon is void from 131 on Wednesday through 7.15 p.m. on Wednesday. And then it enters Capricorn, and it's in Capricorn Wednesday night, Thursday, Friday through 11.36 p.m. and it's a square to mercury so that's like keeping your word or not that's the big accountability time moon of course in capricorn is going to be doing that on friday the um, 25th the moon's going to be opposite jupiter sextile to neptune in a hard aspect to venus joined to pluto joined to saturn actually joined to jupiter and then closing with a square to mars and closing with a square to mercury friday is very wild very wild day. That's the 25th. And then we go into Aquarius bright and early on uh, the 26th, Saturday morning at 2.06. And Aquarius moon um, goes void at 3.18 with a sextile to Mars on Yom Kippur, Monday the 28th. And then it goes into Pisces at 11.34 uh, Monday morning. And that aspect is a 
closing aspect of a sextile to Saturn. So the hard days, and really more, let's think of them more as accountability days, are uh, Wednesday night, Thursday, Friday, okay, particularly Friday. Friday is very tough. Then we also have the Mars coming in, Mercury-Mars opposition on the Thursday, so there's a lot of arguing then. Mercury-Saturn square on Wednesday, a lot of arguing then. Mercury-Pluto square on Monday, a lot of power arguing then. And then we have a couple of transitions this week. We have the sun going into Libra on the 22nd, which is always summer happening, or you know, new season happening. Summer's over, fall's beginning. And we have Mercury going into Scorpio on the 27th, bright and early in the morning, um, which is uh, next Sunday. And then, of course, we have Saturn stationing. He stations next week on the 29th, but we're going to really feel him from the 24th on, and then, of course, five days after. And basically what that means is Saturn stops, and he sits there, and he basically sits at the same degree for five days before and after his his shift direct. And as he's doing that, Mars is going to come in and and square him. And that's very potent. Mars is actually squaring Saturn on the day of his station. Saturn stations at... 1.11 a.m., and Mars squares him at 6.50 p.m. But remember, Mars, we always feel in the approach. We feel him coming in that five days before. So we're really going to feel the intensity build, especially what happens on the 25th. And I'm going to guess um, that's that's not going to be an easy day. <laughs> I mean, I know it's not going to be an easy day. Um, so at any rate, we've got a, hard, got a hard week ahead of us, but it's an accountability week. So the goal is Venus, she's going through and having hard aspects to the COVID clump, and she's looking at where lies love, where lies the heart, where lies the passion. And that is your question you want to ask yourself, because as Mercury's in Libra, it answers to Venus and Leo, and Venus and Leo says, what's the heart's path? And, of course, the first part of that, um, Leo is Virgo, and that's through Tuesday uh, Tuesday morning when the sun goes into Libra. And then when it goes into Libra, Venus is in Libra answering to the sun in Leo, so those two are in mutual reception. So it's a lot about honor. You know, Venus and Leo is a, is about the heart's honor and the honoring the honor. So I'm going to be really curious to see how people honor what they said, what they did. And also, you know, remembering people have memories. When we watched Christine Quinn, there was a documentary after she lost, because everybody assumed she'd be the first female mayor of New York. And we had term limits here in New York. And it was two terms. And Bloomberg is a powerful guy, and he didn't want to go yet. So he got Christine Quinn to change it. Now, we had two sets of elections where the citizens voted for term limits. And um, he got her to change it so he could have a third term. So he was here for 12 years, with the idea being that she would get it after him. And it was like a really interesting setup in his chart. He has Venus in the seventh. So he partnered with her to get it, but then everybody got mad at her because she's the one that did it. And so nobody voted for her, and all these people kept yelling at her while she was on the campaign trail. We voted for term limits, and you overrode our vote. You didn't listen to us. You know, you did it for power, and we're not giving you the power anymore. So this is a similar setup to that. 
when that happened. And with George Bush Sr., read my lips, no new taxes. And he did not serve a second term, right? Clinton won. So it's an interesting energy that we have right now because this is like an accountability, a purpose of why am I doing this or what am I doing it for? And so you want to just look at anybody this week and go, what's the accountable thing to do? What's the proper moral position to take? What is your morality? What is your morality? That's what you believe in. That's who you are. And you believe in that. And if you believe in that, that is really something to be looked at, right? Because that's, you know, my mother always used to say to me, you know, or to all of us, actually, don't let me hear about it from the neighbors. <laughs> and you would, I would come home and confess, you know, if I did something because I didn't want to be, you know, I didn't, you know, that's how I was raised, Mercury Square Mars. This was like, she was really big on this stuff. And we have to be accountable for our choices. This is accountability week. And let me tell you, that Saturn, Pluto, Jupiter is really asking for people to be accountable. So we're going to watch for some really interesting stuff to come out, lots of really interesting news week. But we're also going to be watching, like, what is our purpose? And, of course, we lost in losing RBG, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. We lost uh, a woman who lived accountably. You know, her her chart, she was a Pisces, right? So Pisces are uh, visionary and far-seeing. But she was a Venus in Scorpio, or a moon in Scorpio, rather. And so she was very strategic in her approaches. And one of my favorite quotes of hers is, you know, sometimes it's important to be a little deaf, you know. And I was like, ooh, I like that, right? Like, be a little deaf. What does that mean? Like, you hear stuff. I'm going to say to you this week, it's not important. To, it's important to not be a little deaf. It's important to say, what did you say? Why did you say that? Mercury's very aspecting this week. So he's in Virgo today. He goes into Libra on on the 22nd. And he runs from 28 Virgo to 7 Libra, one degree a day. He has a really interesting aspect on the 26th of kind of a quirky vision of how to do it. A lot of health energy on the 26th also, you know, hearing about health stuff and some health issues. So we're going to watch for that for health health news because, of course, we have still the uh, pandemic running. Mercury this week is running from 22 Libra to 2 Scorpio, goes into Scorpio on uh, September 27th, which is when everybody gets a little more passionate. That's Sunday. And a little more strategic. Mercury squares Pluto tomorrow, the 21st, on the world point. I imagine that's when Trump will announce who his candidate is. And then it squares Saturn on the 23rd. Uh, Mercury squares Saturn. And in the meantime, it is opposite Eris, the goddess of discord, also near the world point, not quite on it. And Mercury is in a hard aspect to the nodes, a supportive aspect to the nodes on the 22nd. Mercury is also opposite Mars on the 25th, and that's like a big old fight energy, right? So uh, potent energy. And then when Mercury leaves Libra and goes into Scorpio, he answers then to the Mars retrograde in Aries, which is, you know, a strategic war, really. Um, interesting week, not, not a fun week, but an interesting week. A lot of aha moments, right? Uh, Venus this week runs from 15 Leo through, page turn, 26 Leo. Um, and Venus this week, as she um, comes in, she's going to be forming a fast-moving finger of God with Neptune and Pluto um, and uh, Saturn between the 23rd and the... 
the 23rd and next week the 28th so that she's kind of in a finger of god energy between them so she has an inconjunct to neptune who's at 19 pisces and then she scoots along and she's in conjunct pluto at 22 uh capricorn and then she's in con- and that's on the 26th and then she's in conjunct saturn on the 28th at 25 that's a little bit wide for a finger of god but because it's venus who rules the libra sun very important to watch that finger of God and energy that comes into you. So you want to watch the, the part of your chart between 19 and 24 because that's where the finger's firing. And any planets between 19 and 24 are going to get pulled into the finger. And they're going to say to you, is this really what you want? Are you really sure? A lot of good partner energy at the beginning of the week, the 23rd, with Venus in a hard in a in a supportive aspect to partners and an important aspect to strategic energy, and she also is in conjunct uh, to Jupiter on the 21st. It's a little wide. You could maybe even say the finger of God starts on the 21st, and it is about Venus. It's about young women. It's about love. Fifth house is creativity. It's children. Okay, so of course Ruth Bader Ginsburg was pro um, choice on the Supreme Court, and one of the issues is going to be who gets appointed and if they overturn Roe versus Wade. Now, I will like to point out, because somebody said something, I read it somewhere, well, you know, pro-choice, pro-choice. I'm like, you know what? That is a false canard. The Republicans uh, had, for two years under Bush and for two years under Trump, they had control of both houses. And if those SOBs had wanted to pass an anti-abortion law, they could have. They just suck the fundamental Christians in and con them every time. Con them every time. They had the opportunity, four years of opportunity, to pass a law outlawing abortion. Remember, they had a law that they passed that outlawed liquor. They had a law that, I mean, they've got a lot of laws out there. We had prohibition. They could have passed a law. They didn't have the fucking nuts to do it, right? They didn't have the balls to do it. And they keep holding it out to the fundamentals. Yeah, yeah, we're going to give it to the court. You don't need the court. Just have the GOP pass it when they control the House and the Senate. Yeah, come on. They're they're conning you. They're conning you. So I, I just get absolutely batshit crazy over this. And what law is there that it regulates a medical procedure for men? It is a woman's responsibility to figure out what she wants to have with her body. And it is none of anybody's business what she does with it. And I was raised a Catholic, so I don't think personally I could have ever had an abortion myself personally, but I also don't think it's my place. Separation of church and state. Remember that, people, to tell other people what they can do with their body, right? All right, that's, I didn't think I was, I was going to try and not rant today. <laughs> oh, well, you saw how well that went. So anyway, we're talking about Venus forming a finger of God with Neptune, Jupiter, Pluto, and Saturn. Are you going to give control over a woman's body? Venus and Leo, young women, right? Venus is in Leo. Young women that can create Leo children, right? That is right there, finger of God. Can't make this astrology up, it's in the sky. Venus is also trine to the nodes of fate on the 27th. She's also trying to Eris, the goddess of discord, on the 27th. So do not, do not think this will be without consequences. Um, she also is trying to Mars on the 28th. Um, and so Venus is hot this week. 
<laughs> so we'll see what happens. I always love it when Venus is hot and passionate, and she's in mutual reception with the sun because he's in her sign and she's in his sign. So we're going to really see some real interesting uh, stepping forward or stepping back and remember hold them accountable like we didn't elect christine quinn as our mayor because of what she did for mayor bloomberg and violated the 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 request of the people uh mars is squaring saturn on the 29th and he is that is big that's next week but we are going to feel it that's why i included it here because we're going to feel it as he's coming in and of course saturn is stopping and Saturn stops on the 29th. So we are going to feel that as it comes flying in. Mars is basically hanging out at the 25s of uh, Aries, and the planets are at the 25s of Capricorn. Saturn's at the 25 of Capricorn. And Saturn has stopped at 2520, which is the degree that Mars squares. Um, we also have Vesta entering Scorpio, and that happens today. Uh, that happened this morning, where everybody's going to be about the home. And then we also have, whoops, there's a bump. A bump that fell. We also have Ceres entering Aquarius, and that's going to happen next Sunday. Um, and of course, Ceres is the sign of the mother, and Aquarius is the sign of freedom. So we will see what happens. It's going to be an interesting week, <laughs> as if 2020 hasn't been an interesting year. Um, so the British lady says, I'm done, and I wish you all a great week. And remember, the hard days are Thursday, Friday. Uh, but the whole week is intense. It's just intense. And I, I, you know, every week I go, oh, wow, there's a lot going on this week. Oh, wow, there's a lot going on this week. So, again, I'm going to go, oh, wow, there's really, really a lot going on this week. So just enjoy the week. Remember to breathe, deep breath, inhale, hold, relax into it, exhale, hold, Full exhale, relax into the exhale so that you're relaxing into the space. And then do it a few more times all week long. It'll help you get through it. And that's all. I wish you all a great week. Big hugs, lots of kisses. And I'm signing off from the bright red desk. Take care. Bye, all. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.